I watched uh, Hamilton finally. That sucks. <laughs> Did you have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. It was great. Um, I did the one thing that I did not want to do. Which was jerk off. <laughs> no, although the cast is very attractive. Um, no, I, uh, I cried. I definitely didn't think I would go. I was going to. What the fuck did you cry about? Exactly, you know, and still I don't <coughs> know. It was one of those things where it was like, it, uh, I don't know, it's just like, it was nice. I don't know. It's like nothing really happens that you're like, oh, that's It sad. was so mildly pleasant that you just decided to cry. Yeah, that happens to me a lot. When I see like a really nice sunset, I just like start bawling, you know? Or like, you know, like sometimes I watch those nature shows and like something about like the drone going over like a nice scenery over the mountains. Sometimes it just hits me. You're just like, man, that drone operator has such a cool job. (laughs) Well, I mean, there are sad things that happen. Um, But, you know, I definitely wasn't like trying to cry. And then I did. So I think in person, the play would be like phenomenal. Um, I, I seriously do. But I mean, it was definitely obviously like would be better in person. I feel like I'd just be uncomfortable the whole time seeing it live because the tickets cost like your first child or whatever. Like it costs like a used car. Yeah, but eventually it won't. Eventually it'll die down. It's just the demand for it. And especially right now, since it's on Disney Plus, like um, that brings the demand down because a lot of people that are like, I just want to see what happens and I want to see it, you know? Not really. Now they can see it. That's not accurate at all, man. I'm, it's going to bring down some. I yeah, mean, but it's still not going to be cheap. Like, Wicked is still... This is all, like, the theoretical it is. Like, the theater is still a thing anymore. But, like, when I saw um, Book of Mormon last year, I think, mm-hmm. I mean, that shit was still fucking expensive. Well, And, like, know, Wicked has been around forever, and that shit's still expensive. Yeah, I don't know anything about theater. Honestly, theater sucks. Um, but... I shouldn't say that. Every time I go to a play, I'm always like pleasantly surprised about how happy I am that I'm there. So maybe I shouldn't say theater sucks. I guess the idea of theater and the people that like theater and like, I don't know. It's an, it's annoying. Well, theater kids are obnoxious, but theater's cool. That's like, you know, fucking actors. Like I said, every time I go. Actors suck, but movies rock, you know? Yeah. And every time I go, I'm like, oh, this is awesome, actually. What have you and seen? W- like, what have you actually gone to a- see? Profe- I saw pro- professional productions. I'm not talking about, like, your high school version of Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, I've seen Les Mis uh, professionally. This, uh, and <laughs> so that's a funny story. So Corrine's... Green and her boyfriend had broken up, but she had bought tickets to go see Lady Miz with him uh, before they broke up. And she still had these tickets after they broke up. So she was just like, she knows I really like Lady Miz. So Wait, she asked me to go. Is that a thing? Like, you really like Lady Miz? Fucking love Lady Miz, dude. I love Lady Miz. Anyway, it's like, it was like the, it's the only play that, musical play that I'm like, I love, I fucking love that shit. So. Um, she asked me to go, and I was like, hell the fuck yeah, I'll go. So uh, she was going to pick me up after work one time, 
and I'm not thinking anything of this, right? Like, I'm just like, I might, I'm gonna, I'm wearing a gorilla's shirt, like a fucking Hot Topic gorilla's shirt, and just like jeans or whatever. And uh, she comes to pick me up. She's like in this nice dress, like really, like. Where was it? Was it at the Hippodrome? Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I literally, she walks in like, what the f- why are you fucking dressed up? Like, she's like, cause we're going, we're going to like see Lay Miz at the Hippodrome. Like, it's a it's a dressed up occasion like it is it is not oh it is it is at 100 percent. and I, I was i was like hell no i'm not it's not t-shirt up. weather but it, i mean you should have at least had like a collared it's, shirt he, okay no i went and i was like ah don't worry about it i got there dude i am literally the only one not dressed up like nice and was it opening I night? Felt, I think I think maybe, but either, either way, it was just it was so outlandishly. I was so dressed down. I was like embarrassed. Like I was so uncomfortable. Dude, whatever, you know what I mean? just flex on them. That's really weird because I went to. I've seen a ton of plays and like working in the symphony. I've seen a, countless shows at the symphony. But like mm-hmm. the big thing, at least with the symphony, was like you will get people in there with like their grass stained like construction outfits really sitting next to people wearing like full length mink coats yeah so i was making i was trying to find someone else like that to like to be okay to have my anxiety go down not a sink there's no one literally no one everyone was dressed up nice so it was really uncomfortable. Not only that, but I saw my ex-girlfriend in the crowd, like above us, and I was like, oh shit, she's gonna see me. And then she did see me, and I was like, we're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's gonna put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never gonna have sex again. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Hell yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that is true. I did see her, but she didn't see me. Um, uh, I was like, oh shit. I hope she doesn't see me because then she'll she'll see how like out of place I am. <laughs> that's honestly very funny that you did that, but it's just that's weird because like all of the. <laughs> everything that i've seen that was like a big deal so i've seen i saw wicked on broadway and i saw the producers on broadway mm-hmm. and i saw king kong on broadway damn and oh, then yeah, you told me that king kong rocked well all of them ruled and then i saw um book of mormon at the hippodrome i still haven't seen book of mormon it's really or, fun. Uh, i would yeah. i mean i fucking hate the hippodrome more than anything i mean i'm sure you like the really? hippodrome because you're fucking tiny I just liked it because, I, I, you know, anything like like fancy like that, I, I no, but the it. seats are too small. Oh, see, it's I, a real it's old body. like like they're really like they they feel tight, but also there's like no leg room there. Right. So like every time I go to the Hippodrome, it's like I'm sitting like you know where like you're sitting sideways and like you're kind of like crossing your legs or whatever. Like it's not a comfortable. Experience. Oh, I've seen If Then also. If Then. I don't know what that is. So, uh, 
it's just like it, it, I think I made it to Broadway. It's it was really good. It's just a musical, but the main the main girl in it, the main actress, singer. What do you call an actress that also sings? Whatever. The lead in the play is uh, she is one of the Frozen girls in uh, Disney movies too. Uh, I think she's El- Elsa. What the fr- the the icy girl. Uh, yeah, I never I never saw that, so I don't know. Oh. But that's the voice of the lead that so I saw I've seen two like um like actual high productions. Um You wanna hear so, why I um I stopped. So when I was in high school I was in theater class. Uh-huh. And I really liked it. Like I was really into it. I had like a lot I like found myself on the stage, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we did I had a lot of fun. And then we did some like I had it um the first half of the year. So like our production was like a Christmas play because it happened like between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. I could not tell you what that shit was called, but um <laughs> I had like a few lines, right? I had a few lines of dialogue and we just wore our normal clothes like we didn't dress up. We didn't have like costumes or anything because it was a shitty high school performance or like some shit mm-hmm. play. And I wore, I was wearing like, I wore like tight pants. Like I wore like girl pants in, in high school. Like I had like, you know, size zero, size two jeans or whatever. 100%. Yeah. And I went out on the stage and I like had my lines <laughs> and someone heckled. I can see the change in your pockets. <laughs> and then I forgot the rest of my lines. Oh my god! Yeah, that happened to me one time where I just like blocked out, and because uh, I had to do one of those two, and I I, bl- I blocked out too for a fucking minute, and then finally the the girl I was performing with just fed me my lines for me. I was like, oh thank god. Yeah, yeah. When I you're you're a minute late, but thank god. Yeah, I had to like get someone to to be like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, I was terrified to go up on stage. <laughs> yeah well and well except musically right no i mean i don't have to do it no that's why i play the drums because i'm behind everything that's true yeah oh i'm sorry man you got traumatized no i have i have crippling age. stage fright really hmm. oh yeah and then i say everyone's like oh we've well, been playing in bands and you've dip, 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 blah, 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 blah. so like, you never oh. look up you're one of those drummers that is always looking down at the drum set like never looking up Pro- yeah or like i look at like my bandmates i don't look up into the crowd yeah, <laughs> but also to be fair, like sometimes if you're at a venue with like lights, you still can't see out. Anyways, that's true. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, um, are you ready to talk about Portland? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this shit that's happening in Portland is uh, probably the scariest, fastest shit I've ever seen. I've that I've seen yet from Trump. Uh, maybe that's an overreach because he's done so much. I like I'm like blurring them all together. Um, but, Domestically, I would say that that's an accurate statement, 100%. Yeah. This is his, like, largest show of force domestically. Yeah, and um, so on June 26, Trump signed an executive order to send federal officers to protect statues, monuments, and federal property in cities around the country. So legally, they only have jurisdiction on the federal property, but a lot of this is actually happening far from federal property, like the kidnapping of people and shit. Um, so even if I'm like, 
even even though they have jurisdiction, they're not allowed to do a lot of things that they're doing. Like the like the video of that that kid that's just standing there and he gets like shot in the face with like a rubber bullet and like now they're not even sure if he's ever going to be able to see again. He's literally just standing there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I like what do you have to what do you have to add? I mean, this is like is that it? is that is that your no whole no thing? no that's not my that's not my full <laughs> <laughs> that's, my that's your full coverage expose. of Portland. <laughs> no, um, I have more. I just I, you hadn't spoken since I started. Because you're you're like doing a whole thing. I know, but I want yeah. You got to talk. <laughs> okay, Jordan. Um, <laughs> God, you were doing so good for twelve minutes. Um, I'm learning. No, I know you are. Um, no, I mean like that shit's fucking crazy, dude. Like it's it's super fucked up what's happening. Like I um. I follow some people on Twitter and like I'm friends with some people who are like in Portland and in the Northwest and who are like in the various protesting circles or whatever. So I knew that like shit was going crazy up there. Like I knew that, um, that there were still like very active protests happening regularly. And like there was like acts of vandalism and then like the cops or the, you know, cops and air quotes were like wiling out and shit. Yeah, but I remember when um, the first night that they like deployed the feds or whatever, and I like watched it live happening like on Twitter and like on Facebook, like the people I know being like, "Holy shit!" A van just pulled up and scooped up like seven people. Well, that's the thing too is like uh, I see a lot of the media saying detained, when in reality this is just like kidnapping. You mm-hmm. know, like, ugh, I don't. Like the hands are up and they're just like grabbing them and putting them in the vans, you know? And then like there's that other video with like that kid on that bike, you know? And they just knock the bike over. He's literally just riding a bike, you know? To be fair, I mean, we don't see the the footage leading up to it, but I'm sure they're not doing anything. Even if they are vandalizing, this is totally an overreach of um unconstitutional and an overreach to say the least of a, of a reaction from from them you know what i mean well it's like crazy i think it was it was either the governor or the mayor was like why the fuck are you here like you have to have a reason to be here and then they posted like a list of like their reasoning and it said mm-hmm. there was five thousand dollars worth of damage done to a courthouse and then they had a list of like these weird charges that just said like quote like literally it said like violent anarchist spray painted the courthouse. And then the next one was violent anarchist spray painted this sign. And then the next one was right. violent anarchist spray painted this building. And yeah. so they use that as, as the reason to bring in fucking stormtroopers to come and just throw people into bank, like into vans and just cart them away. Like I haven't read anything about like what has happened to the people who have been taken. Uh, oh, I, I mean, I, I read there was one account that I read where like they just took him to um, uh, the one of the federal places, not even not even the city hall, just like a federal. And they, they were like upset that they couldn't find anything on them because they like illegally searched them and shit. And uh, like there's no guns and there and no no anarchist cookbook on them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they don't have like they, a meth pipe and like a fucking switchblade. Right. So, and they were getting angry that they couldn't find anything. And then when they finally couldn't find anything, they, 
they read them their Miranda rights, of course, after it's all done. And then, um, like, kept him in a cell for, like, an hour and then let him go. Um, but still, that's your time, dude. And, like, again, our rights and lives are more important than any property, you know, especially $5,000. And then I, uh, the police said that uh, one of the police association offices uh, was lit on fire and, like, or whatever. And it's, like, again, like... Uh, was that real? It was probably self-induced, but if not, who cares even? Because, uh, you know, a lot more should be on fire after all this. You know what I mean? Like Parody. I mean, I saw uh, people talking about that specific instance a lot, and I, like, that's been interesting because people who I think are, like, accurate in their reporting, like actual journalist people who I follow online, like, mm -hmm. I've seen pretty much down the middle, like, half of them being like, that fire was set by demonstrators 100%. And then the other half is being like, demonstrators did not set that fire. It was set by the police. Either and then people way, comparing it, it to, like, happen. the Reichstag fire and all this stuff. And, I mean, we'll see yeah. if that narrative plays out because, like, as of today, the 21st of July... I mean, if you look at what they announced today and what they're doing as of now, like, I mean, it, it adds credence to the Reichstag, Reichstag fire right. theory, you know? Yeah, uh, I guess the difference is, like, this is a city, not an entire country's thing, you know? Um, I guess that's the only difference. Yeah, mean? I mean, there's a lot. And, and also, they don't have anyone. With the Reichstag, they had someone, you know? Well, they, like... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they're going to use it like a, any of, like, it'll be like a 9-11 type of Twin Towers thing where, like... They might be trying to kidnap people to find the right person to blame this on, too. I mean, and that definitely is is part of it, I would imagine. I mean, I hadn't thought about that until you just brought it up, but I definitely wouldn't be surprised if they're just scooping up, like, a bunch of weaklings, hoping to, like, flip one of them to be like, admit that you're part of a terrorist organization, like, frame, like, like point the finger at this person or else I'm going to punch you in the face, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah like it's i could crazy. see that happening no it's fucking crazy uh i saw that portland's like a no fly zone right now like you can't have like anything in the air above downtown portland huh i wonder why it's not like they have fucking rocket launchers or anything <laughs> well <laughs> like so you can't fucking have like news helicopters and like That's like drones with video surveillance like in the air because shit's just popping off so hard you saw like the wall of moms right they're calling it mom yeah. block mm -hmm. dude that shit's fucked up that they still like accosted those mothers it's Not just it's it's so sad um i mean i only lived there for a year and uh and but i still feel a connection to portland so i'm like over here just and you know even if i didn't even if i never went there it's still like it's just insane, dude. And and where's all the fucking the the fucking tyranny people, right? The people that are like they're into it, man. They're into it because they want Antifa to get their ass whooped. No, I'm talking. You know the the fucking. I have my no. I know the, exactly the who you're talking Amendment about. People. All the people with the snake flags in their yard are more worried about Antifa than they are about the government. No matter how much they jerk off to this like 1776 imagery mm. like they it's would rather so see secret police 
throw a 19-year-old wearing all black in the back of a van, then, you know, people stand up to the fucking authorities because all that, like, patriot shit is just all cosplay. Like, all those, like, hyper-libertarian, like, don't tread on me, like, I respect my country, feel my fear my government type of dudes, like, they're all just, like, at a fucking cosplay convention all day. Like, that shit isn't real. Like, they're just fucking anarchists without balls. Like, it's fucking stupid. And none of those people are ever going to speak up and say anything. Like, fucking Rand Paul was like, hey, (laughs) this shit's fucked up. But, like, he's not going to fucking do anything. Like He's such a fucking hack. Well, he is a hack, and I'm glad that his neighbor beat his ass that one time. But, like, there's no fucking actual the government's coming to get you person who has been hoarding guns for the past 20 years who is now going to say it's here boys and then roll up in Chicago Portland Detroit Baltimore Atlanta any of these places where they're actively deploying federal troops yeah because it's 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 not their people they're just they're they don't have any principles you know what I mean like, no because they're fucking no they're limp dick individualists like that's their yeah. whole thing. Like, that's why libertarianism yeah, they're, they're fucking obje- sucks. Objectivists, you know? They're just like, ugh, ridiculous. Well, no, they only fucking... I mean, the, that's the whole fucking thing is that they only care about their self and their shit. And that's why... That's why America's fucking stupid is because we have so many goddamn libertarians who are more concerned about their mm-hmm. piece of property than they are about their community or their fucking state. Yeah, they just, like, fucking... They think Fountainhead is a fucking magazine to, like, jerk off to and the, the fountain is... They're fucking semen exploding out of their cock, you know? I don't know what that means at all. I just mean they're just worship and rant. <laughs> and they're just like individualists and they only care about themselves. Yeah. It's ridiculous that that there's no sense of commu- community and. Well, that's their whole just, thing, man. That's like the whole point is that you right. only care about yourself. But then so, part uh, of that is they're not going to ever stick up for anybody. Their right. whole like the government and my guns and all that. Literally they're talking about their own house because no, their, yeah, because they're all fucking are super horny for a Ruby Ridge. Like that's what they want. They want to have a standoff and they want to be a David Koresh. Yeah, they 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 imagine themselves a Waco. Yeah, and they, what they would have done. You know. Yeah, I mean? exactly. They want to so, they want to go down in a hail of bullets d- defending their family or you know, like that's like what they want. Like these aren't people who will actually like go and like storm a federal building in order to like liberate the people from like you know, actual tyranny. The closest mm-hmm. you're going to get that to that that we've seen in the past two or three years are shitty MAGA people who are throwing tantrums and waving guns around because they don't want to wear a mask or because they yeah. want to go and watch fucking Wally in the movie theater. Right. Yeah. And where's, uh, you know, Biden needs to come out and talk about this very radically in our favor. You know, he needs to be clear and precise about this being not only wrong, but punishable when, if elected. You know, I'm talking like treason shit. No. I know he's not. I'm saying Biden needs to to keep his ass in the house and shut the fuck up and let Trump make an idiot out of himself this whole time. The best thing that can happen right now is if fucking Biden takes a nap until November. You know what, though? You like he got the he got the left a little excited when he announced his job pr- pr- thing with you know with uh, Bernie and AOC and uh, Elon and Om ah oh, shit Elon Omar Ilhan Omar anyway um, 
Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar. There we go. I was sort of close. Uh, he got a, like if he comes out, don't I'd only be happy if he came out and said something radical in favor. Like you know what I mean? Like to get the the left all riled up. He won't like, do that. There's, he will not. I'm just do saying that. there's a way for him to. He won't do anything. Radical. Otherwise, stay in the basement. But if you want to, if he wants to come out and say something, we actually want to hear. Like, but there's no right in, in this. He's not worried about you or I. Right. He's, and, you know, he's worried about middle-aged suburban working-class voters, and they don't want to hear anything radical. They want to hear so, him being the good guy, the sane option. That's what he is in this race. Trump is like the deranged lunatic, and Biden is the safe and sane option. Yeah. If he steers away from like. That very like lay on the couch style of politics. It's only going to hurt him because Fox and everyone's going to latch onto it, and then he's going to start losing the people who are only voting for Biden because he's not Trump, which is all the majority of his voters. It is, yeah. I saw a little poll thing, and it was like, yeah, I saw that recently. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, okay. Oh wait, before I don't know. We, before I, I, we move on from the thing, um, we're not moving on. I was about to say DHS is in Baltimore right now. Yeah. Oh God, they're gonna. St- <sighs> they're in unmarked white vans in Baltimore right now. Well, that that's good. So I mean that that that's not good. And they what deployed I mean a is, bunch of troops to Chicago today. I didn't mean that's good as in that's good. I meant that's good because my next point, uh, is goes along with that. So, what's the correct response? Like for me, I think, um, response to what. To this happening. So what is this? What do you, there's a bunch of stuff that you could be referring to. Oh, uh, you know, the department of Homeland security and the, the secret police, the federal forces being in these cities okay. and okay. occupying mm-hmm. what's the response that the protesters and people on the ground, the citizens should do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I have three and some of them are unrealistic. So cool. Cool. Uh, cool. Cool. If Portland police weren't the issue in the first place, I would say they could step up by arresting officers involved in the kidnapping. Um, it's not going to happen, of course, but like that could be something. But I don't understand been... what that means. So even though like the Portland police not being able to get a handle on the situation in the first place and, and uh, you know, and the mayor is the one who did call for some help, but they didn't think that they were going to do this kind of thing. They thought they were going to do something else. Um, it just means like if, the Portland police could show that they are that they could flip and be on the citizen side and by, try to go by against. arresting the feds. Yeah, arresting the the uh, uh, not all of them, just the ones that are like kidnapping, basically. You know what I mean? Like actually going in and arresting these people for that, because that is what that is. You know what I mean? It's it's obviously something that wouldn't happen, but like. That would be interesting to have seen happen. You don't think, why are you looking at me like that? Because that's just really dumb. Like, the uh, imagining that, like, just like, well, imagine the problem like, in the first place. So it wouldn't even happen. It would, they wouldn't even do it. Um, but that could happen. I mean, that could happen. No, there's never what a fucking local city s- cop arrest a fed for following the feds' orders. In that city. That's not how any part of law works. 
they're not following the Fed's orders in that city. They're following oh, well, they're following federal orders, but according to the city, they're gonna try and. But those are two completely uh, different jurisdictions. So that's like that's not how that shit works. Yeah, but you'd have to do it when they're kidnapping, not on federal jurisdiction. You could do it. I'm just saying you could do it. I don't think that that's. Something Haven't that you seen those videos of cops arresting other cops for like speeding and shit? It fucking happens. Yeah, but those are uh, cops and cops. They're not cops and feds. Feds are above the cops. No, I know. That's why it would be a radical thing to do. The only thing that the like cops could do would like take the side of the protesters and like form a human chain or like try to use force to get the feds out. Okay. If you yeah, wanted to like that, go along with this scenario of like the cops becoming the good guys against the evil feds. That's my whole point. That's why I said some of this shit is unrealistic because that, the, like I said, the Portland, Portland police being reactionaries and like not getting a handle on the thing in the first place is one of the reasons why the feds chose Portland to go to anyway. Um, so also, number two, a court fight, which is already underway, but will take forever. And the pro protesters would obviously win in the long run, but it would just take forever. But that's already starting. Right? I mean, that would and, be interesting to see how litigation goes in terms of if they're going to do a class action or if individuals could potentially sue. If I it think was, it should be in individuals. Well, if it was deemed like unconstitutional, like illegal for the feds to be doing what they were doing, because then that also comes under a lot of the qualified immunity stuff or qualified immunity, excuse me, mm -hmm. where like, would you be suing? DHS, would you be suing the feds or would you be suing like Officer Butlick, the guy who knocked your teeth out? You know what I mean? Right. Like that would be interesting to well, see that. That's why you wouldn't through. do a class action. You would do individuals. And since there's so many different cases, you could you could sue them like or you can. Yeah, you can have a lawsuit against them in all these different ways. This guy got his teeth knocked out. So you do that. Um, this guy was just kidnapped. But there's no way that you'd be able to find the officer who did it because, like, that's a big thing right now is... I forget who it is. Someone's trying to pass legislation or pass a rule where um, those cops, like, who come in, like, raid style, like, fucking they're in a shitty action movie style out of the van. Mm -hmm. Like, because that was the whole thing is that they're in unmarked uniforms. Right. Right. But then I guess, like, if you look at the uniforms, they'll say, like, police or they'll say, you know, whatever the fuck. They'll say... Border like, police. Yeah, like, they, they're identified for their, like, department or their, you know, agency, excuse me. But they yeah. don't have their names on their uniforms. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing now is that um, they're trying to get it so that all these motherfuckers have to have their name on the uniform. And I right. only know that that's the thing is because I was flipping through a TV today and I stumbled upon Fox. And it was, like... One of the fucking people in the house or, or, you know, one of these motherfuckers was up there being like, it's ridiculous that the Democrats want the identification for the cops to be labeled on their clothing. Like, that's just a death sentence for all these officers, because as soon as they find out who's there arresting people, they're going to come to their house and fucking kill them. Maybe <laughs> and it's like, well, then maybe you shouldn't do something that the fucking, you know, the right. rest of the country is going to want to kill you for dog. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, so three, um, guerrilla warfare, right? Pro, uh, this is the one where like, uh, protesters and citizens should open fire on those fuckers, you know, mm -hmm. like Molotov cocktails, whatever they can find, find a way to physically fight parody them back. You know what I mean? They'll get, get mowed. They will get mowed down, not to discourage, 
you know, destruction or, or, you know, conflict. But I'm just saying like that idea of like you and me style people rolling mm-hmm. up with like rocks and bottles against. No, 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 no. You could do it like, uh, like. But you, there's not going to be like an open firefight on Main Street. Right, but you'd have to do it like guerrilla warfare. But it's not like that because that's not how it's going to be. That it's not the fucking French. It's not Nazi occupied France, where you're having fucking carrier pigeons drop bombs on fucking buildings and shit. Like, it's not how it is. Like, they're showing up at like it's it's all on the ground. They don't have like bases that you can go like throw a fucking brick through the window. They do have. They do have like their little fucking cars driving around. So you like when they go away from like the main part of where they're all hanging out at to do their little, um, you know, to do their routes, you, you could like ambush them. You know what I mean? Like fucking George Washington style parody crossing the Delaware. Sorry. That was so dumb. Also, you know, what? George Washington style. Um, okay. Che Guevara style. I mean, I suppose you're I'm trying like, to get different styles. Yeah, I it's mean, another, you're. What would you say? What would you say? Neither of those, because like you drawing up this like romantic imagery of the patriotic rebel defending the homeland, like, is somewhat applicable to this, but I don't, I don't really think that it's, it's like that. It, I'm know. living in a fairy tale land. Also, I wouldn't be doing it. But that's um, also the thing, too, is you're saying, like, you know, just go up to a fucking cop car and yeah. throw a Molotov and, like, no one's going to fucking be able to get close enough. Like, someone would. I, I can't. I won't. But no, that's not that's not like a realistic thing to do. That's not even a good fucking strategy, because as soon as that would happen. OK, so let's say theoretically, right. Mm-hmm. A fucking. Put, but a, if they mowed if they mowed them down. Think about how think about how crazy that would look to the rest of the country. But that's I mean, what I'm trying to say is that if you're trying to say that it would have to be that the cops would have to shoot first. You could right. never have it where protesters firebomb a van. Because as soon as that happens, then that will be the Reichstag fire and that will be the Twin Towers thing. Mm-hmm. That then legislation will pass the next day to let fucking cops just kill anyone they want because yeah. they're going to protect that blue line. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I just, and I just like, imagine and let me, a country that just wouldn't do that. And I, I'm being the, naive. And this is all know? parody. This is all satire. But mm-hmm. I'm 100% for like destru- destruction during a protest and like violence and stuff like that is needed like that is a form of of protest because well, we tried stuff. peaceful protest right so but also about, like, like we're not actively in a revolution right now so this is we're yeah. still like in the beginning phases of that like that would be something to use down the line when like the feds have occupied portland like as of right now like this is all very preemptive thinking right yeah you're right and right. when and when we do get to that point, because we probably will, any and all those coordinated efforts need to be coordinated. They cannot be done by just small cells or individuals. That's why an anarchist approach to this shit will not fucking work, because there needs to be mass coordination or else it's just it's all for nothing. Because okay. as soon as one person acts, 
then everyone else is going to get taken down for it. So it has to be a massive effort from everybody working together. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I've just been... I don't know. I've just been in my own little dreamland, communist dreamland with the past in the past week. So maybe that's why I'm thinking like that. Anyway, so let's uh, let's simmer down now. And uh, I kind of have a long thing I want to do. Um, we're gonna go back in time, Robbie. You mm-hmm. ready? I'm ready for this. Yeah, take All me right. back. All right. We're wait, gonna wait, 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 wait. Let me hit the bowl before I have to get in this time machine. I don't know if I can bring metal onto the airplane that we're about to take back in time. <laughs> right. Yeah, you do that. Wait, wait, wait. <gasps> yeah, buddy. Okay, let's go. All right, so this is <coughs> History Lessons with Jordan. <coughs> <coughs> All right. So um, this kind of uh, this ties into what we were talking about with um, the natives taking back a bunch of land in Oklahoma. Well, kind of. It doesn't really tie into that. Uh, it just there's Native Americans in this story. Yeah. Okay? I, say, I um, hope this has nothing to do with it at all. <laughs> so, yeah, literally nothing. Not the same tribes, not the same. Yeah, just not yeah. the same country. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my tie in, though. Um, so let's go back to the first decade of the 1800s, okay? So Thomas Jefferson was president. In 1803, the Louisiana Territory was purchased from the French for $10 million and totaled over 800,000 square miles of land. That $10 million uh, back then or $10 million today? No, that's $10 million back then. Today, I think it's equal to like 70, like. 72 trillion or something something crazy something insane okay i might maybe i'm thinking 72 billion something crazy um within that same year lewis and clark set off on an exploration mission with the help of sacagawea okay so now wait you wait you call her sacagawea yeah what is it sacagawea i've always called her sacagawea okay but also, I'm a sack of shit, so like, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Um, yeah, I don't either. Uh, I need to go on one of those Google Translate things and type in her name to see how Google Andrew, pronounced. how do you say this woman's name? Sakajahuia. Let's pretend that we heard what he said ahead of time, and that's what we're going to say now. Okay. Um, now begins the white expansion. Oh, I mean, westward expansion. <clears throat> Sick. That, that was so such good writing, Jordan. <laughs> as soon as this starts hap- uh, starts to happen, the U.S. Uh, the U.S. began trading with natives and tries to get them to sign treaties that basically say, this land is mine now, bitch. Hey, you want to hear something gross about back then? Um, yeah, go ahead. So the white people were obviously having sex. Sometimes consensual, a lot of times non-consensually. Yes. With natives. Mm-hmm. And they were all getting pain in their dick after having sex with these native women. What is that sound? 
Oh, sorry. Uh huh. No, there's like a. Oh, no, it's gone. But um, there was like all of these white dudes who were getting fucking. I think it was syphilis. It was either syphilis or gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. From all the native women, you know. And so to treat it back then, they would fucking open up their piss holes and pour mercury into their oh. urethras. God damn. No. Like on the organ trail and shit. It's just dudes oh, no. <laughs> just fucking boofing their dig hole with mercury. Oh, no. So please continue. Just keep that in mind. All these guys had mercury shoved up their dicks. I do want to say one good thing about Thomas Jefferson in this sense. Uh, so uh, around the same time, they did find the vaccine for smallpox, which is basically just taking a dead person, not dead person, about to be dead person that has a bunch of smallpox, taking the smallpox out and like just giving people like a little bit of it, you know, in their skin. And they did this to all the Native Americans as they went. So that as they were running into these natives, you know, uh, along with the bad shit, they were also also uh, giving them the vaccine to smallpox uh, as well. So that's one good thing. Um, Didn't they the use the were, smallpox blankets to like kill a bunch of them, though? Was I'm that, sure that happened. Was too, that before but, this or after? Uh, I don't know, but I, I just know that Thomas Jefferson told Lewis and Clark to to perform this to natives. So, so I know that's like uh, a, that's where like the smallpox blanket thing comes from is mm-hmm. literally just white people purposefully infecting blankets with smallpox and giving it to natives to like kill them off. I, I'm sure that was definitely happening. I don't think it was happening in this sense. Like, okay. I don't think I think I think because Thomas Jefferson was very um, he was one of the ones of the founders that was more sympathetic to the natives. You know, he saw natives as maybe savages, but equal to the white man. You know what I mean? There's no that's that doesn't that's not a thing. You can't be a savage and then equal to me. God's creation. Just culturally savage. But like he he wrote many times how he thought that they were made equally. <laughs> These savages anyway. aren't that bad when you get to know. Them. <laughs> um, so some natives were like, sure. But a shit ton were like, nah, fuck you. You know, Um so among the na-fuck-you natives was a member of the Shawnee tribe. His name was Tecumseh. Now, Tecumseh went from tribe to tribe being like, who wants to fuck these STD-carrying motherfuckers up? Uh, so various tribes rose up and created Tecumseh's Confederacy. Didn't, you know? So it's 1809. And the governor of the Indiana Territory is a man named William Henry Harrison. Now, he tries to get tribes in the area to sign the 1809 Treaty of Fort Wayne, which again basically says, give me your shit. And Tecumseh's Confederacy says, I ain't signing shit. They named a fort after Tecumseh, right? Uh, Maybe. Isn't there Fort Tecumseh? I feel like that's something that yeah. came up in some some part of oh maybe I don't yeah. know yeah at some point they started using the natives names which is weird since they like hated them so much but they would use their names I don't know it was weird um so fast forward to 1811 Tecumseh's army is chilling in Prophetstown near Tippecanoe River 
Tecumseh himself is away trying to recruit more tribes. What state so are we he in left, right now? This is still Indiana Territory. Okay. There's no it's it's the territories, it's not the states. They're not states. You yet. know exactly what I meant, Jordan. I know, I'm sorry. Um he wanted to recruit more tri- uh, tribes. So he left and he left his spiritual spiritual <laughs> brother <laughs> Tenskwatawa in charge. Okay. Uh, nearby, William Henry Harrison and his thousand troops, U.S. troops, were going around looking for a fight, looking to fight some natives. Tenskwatawa wanted to take the advantage and attacked Harrison's forces by sunrise on the morning of November 7th, 1811. Now, this battle was known as the Battle of Tippecanoe. What do you think happened, Robbie? Did the natives kill every single white man there except for the dude whose name I know? <laughs> no, Harrison's forces beat the fuck out of them. Shit, was it the other <laughs> way around? Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> they beat the fuck out of them. I hail married it, it, and then it just got intercepted really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the natives left the area, and then Harrison uh, burned the town and the winter food supplies down. Um so Tenskwatawa, being a spiritual man, put a curse on William Henry Harrison that day. Whoa, this is tight. I know where this is going. Yeah. I think, and that's—I have never heard this before. I'm—I'm I'm excited, Jordan. I'm back in. <laughs> I'll start paying attention again. <laughs> this is known as the Curse of Tippecanoe. That's right. super metal. Also, Tippecanoe is <laughs> so- a really sick name for a thing. Dude, it is. Uh, and I wonder if it means like tip a canoe. Like, oh, it's yeah. Is it native for something that does not mean to tip a canoe? <laughs> I don't know, but it's on a river. It's named after a river. That's a river. Andrew, a what river. the fuck does tip a canoe mean? Tip a canoe can refer to a location in Indiana or the nickname for William Henry Harrison. Tip a canoe's origin is from the Kithtip Canung word for buffalo fish place. <laughs> Dude, I hope it's just fucking awesome. It's probably something stupid, <laughs> I hope it's though. Something like, really stupid. <laughs> like today or something. Um, all right, so let's fast forward. William Henry Harrison. So that was all the way, first off, that was all the way in like 1811. That's when that battle happened. So let's fast forward a little bit. William Henry Harrison is elected president in 1840. So he, he took his oath of office. On March 4th, 1841. Wait, I know you're not going to know this, but ballpark it. How old was he when he got cursed? I don't know. Probably. Wait, how many years difference was this? Was... So, 18... so it's 30 years later. Okay. So he must have been fucking young when he got he lo- that I mean, hex when put he... upon his head. Yes. Uh, I would say he was around 50 or 60. His pictures, he looks old. So he was in his 20s or 30s? I, yeah, probably 20s to 30s. You know, okay. the, you were usually in your 20s. So he were, lived like, 30 years on. with this evil upon him. You'll, you'll see. Um, so uh, he took his oath of office on March 4th, 1841. Um, this motherfucker decides to give the longest inaugural address in history, 8,445 words, and it takes him two hours to read. And he does it in the middle of a blizzard without a coat or hat on. 
So. Okay, so imagine, <laughs> imagine that he made a deal with the devil to become president, and then uh-huh. the devil was like, "Dude, you'll you'll be president, but something's gonna fucking happen when your inaugural speech is done." And so he made it so long to try and just like, you know, get the yeah, devil a- real bored so he'd fall asleep so he could get the fuck out of there before he got murked. Yes. It's like it's like speed. Like the, yes, the yes, speed, he basically but like just, with your inaugural speech. Yes, exactly. Uh, oh just man. trying to filibuster uh, the devil. Yeah, just trying to prolong the inevitable. So he got pneumonia and he died. 31 days later, still to this day, the shortest presidential tenure in history. Okay. Um, so things to note really quick, elected in 1840, right? He died in 1841. That's because, you know, you're elected in November or the elections in November, but you know, the actual inaugurations the next year. Um, uh, 1860, who was elected president Robbie in 1860, 20 years later? I don't know. Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln shot by John Wilkes Booth on April 14th, 1865. Okay. So 20 years later, it's 1880. James Mm -hmm. A. Garfield is elected president. Okay. A A few months later, he is shot at a train station in Washington, D.C., he died 11 months later from infection. Now, interesting thing about this um, is when James A. Garfield was shot, uh, immediate, they didn't know about germs yet or anything. So immediately people started like poking at the hole, trying to get the fucking, mm. he, was shot, he was shot twice. They were trying to get the bullet out with their fa- dirty ass fingers. Um, and he was on the ground uh, on that dirty ass floor, you know? So he was, of course, in, he had infections all over his body, um, and they were they had he was they took him to New Jersey and he was laying on this bed which had springs underneath, and they got the guy who invented the telephone, um, I forget what his name is, to do they uh, he found out about metal detecting, you know, because mm-hmm. the there was one bullet that was still in there, and they knew that that was like causing infections and shit still, so he re- they really needed to find that bullet. So he they he took the metal detector over him, and since he was on top of a metal spring bed, the metal detector kept going off in random spots. So they would cut him open in all these random spots trying to find the bullet. <laughs> That's so. So tight. yeah. So eventually they did find the bullet, and he actually it seemed like he was getting better, and then nah, he just uh, fucking died from like gangrene or some shit. Um. So interesting story about him. Um. So 20 years, so elected in 1880, right? Mm-hmm. 20 years later, it is the year 1900. William McKinley was elected for his second term as president. Um, he was then shot and killed at the Pan American Exposition in Buffalo, New York. Okay, okay. so that's 1900. Um, 20 years later, 1920, Warren Harding is elected president. He died of a heart attack two years into that first term. All right. Mm-hmm. Twenty years later, nineteen forty. Who is who gets elected president? I don't do you know. Think? <laughs> Franklin, 
Franklin D. Roosevelt was elected president okay. for his third term. So he'd already been elected. But the important thing is that he had an election and he won in 1940. Shortly after his inauguration for his fourth term, he died of a stroke. Okay. 20 years later, 1960, who's elected president? Is that Kennedy? Yep, John F. Kennedy. Two years into his first term, someone shot him. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the only thing that motherfucker did. <laughs> Just eat a bullet from behind. Uh-huh. All right, so um, 20 years later, 1980, who's elected president? Oh, God. Oh, was it? Who was it that got shot and then he forgave him? Ronald Reagan. Was, uh, yeah, okay. Ronald Reagan was shot outside the Washington Hilton Hotel, um, which I've been to. There's a little clock outside. It's uh, pretty interesting to watch the footage of it and then stand there when it's uh, it's crazy. Um, Secret Service immediately took him to the hospital, and before he went into surgery, Reagan looked into the surgeon's eyes and said, I sure hope you're a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) And then the surgeon uh, apparently said, today, Mr. President, we're all Republicans. That is the dumbest. I hate that <laughs> so much. Um, unfortunately, has there ever been a Reagan biopic? No, but there should because be. they're, they're fucking should. They need to do. They should have. They should have waited and not had um, Daniel Day Lewis do Lincoln and have him do Reagan, just so he oh can go God. full like bananas for brains. Reagan. Yeah. It would be a, it would be better as like an HBO series, kind of like what they did with John Adams. Ooh, but like that for, would be cool to do like a if HBO did a miniseries. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he did not die, and it seems dying in office, elected or reelected in years. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He, and it seems the curse of presidents dying in office if elected or reelected in years that are evenly divisible by 20 since 1840 was broken. Because in the year 2000, we got good old George W. Bush. Well, that guy threw a shoe at him. Yeah, that's true. Some say the curse broke with Ronald Reagan because he might have had some Tecumseh Confederate blood in him. (laughs) Oh, okay. So Ronald Reagan getting shot and living broke the curse. Okay. Um, You know, so... Now it's, but this election is 2020. 2020. Mm, who knows, right? So, so George Bush escaped death from that shoe, right? So, this and means think, that Reagan and Bush are clones. You think so? Yeah, they all died from the curse. We just oh, have and clones. They, and so, you know, yeah, so, so that means clone gonna Biden's going to be ruling Fuck us yeah. soon yeah um so yeah that's uh that's the curse of tecumseh so kind of interesting that that happened right um yeah what do you have to say anything about that <laughs> so what do you have to say about that um it's interesting yeah no it do it, you think they're i think that that should real. yeah dude i, I mean come real. on Years ending in zero and like, ah, it's just crazy that that <laughs> happens. I mean, um, damn. Here's a side story, okay? Remember a good old I'm just thinking Robert- about fucking that dude hitting W with a fucking shoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, 
<laughs> it's funny because uh, poetry in motion. I was I was listening to a podcast talking about do not mention other podcasts. That whole thing. And they mentioned that George W. George W. Bush had two assassination attempts, and they named one that was legitimate, and then the second one that they named was that guy throwing a shoe. And I was like, "That's an assassination mm, attempt." I what don't was the know. other assassination attempt? I forget. I think there was like, was uh, it an actual thing, or was it someone being yeah, they, mean on the internet? No, I think they got. I think they arrested someone before it happened, but I think it had something to do with guns or a bomb or something. I don't know. I'd have to see it again. Hmm. Um, so, side story. Remember our good old friend, Robert Todd Lincoln? From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was right by his father's uh, father, Abraham Lincoln's side when he died. Then when James A. Garfield was shot at D.C. train at the D.C. train station, which, by the way, is now one of the Smithsonian museums. This, the train station's still up. It's not a train station anymore. But Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, it's the. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll show you where it is at some point. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still there, so you can go to where he was shot. Pretty interesting. Um, guess who was there to witness it? Chris Angel. No. Robert Todd Lincoln was there. Okay. And then in 1901, William McKinley personally invited Robert Todd Lincoln to the Pan American Exposition in Buffalo, New York. And then he was shot. So Robert Todd Lincoln was there to witness or be there um, when three presidents were assassinated. Listen to me right now. I had said this on another episode, and I'll say it again. Robert Todd Lincoln is a lich. He is a supernatural being that is still alive. <laughs> he outlived everyone in his entire family. Mm -hmm. And his mom was into some freaky-deaky moonlight shit, so, like, she definitely put a hex on that boy to make him live forever. Yeah. You know, it's... Dude, yeah, because she lost all those other kids. So he like, was no. embedded with the spirit of Tecumseh. Yeah. Now, Robert Todd Lincoln vowed to never meet a president again because he felt he was <laughs> a Sith luck. Lord. Yeah. Uh, he broke that vow in 1922 during the unveiling of his father's memorial. Uh, and because obviously at the unveiling of a memorial in D.C., there's going to be presidents there. Um and Harding was president at that time, and Harding did eventually die in office um, a few months later, but he Jesus. wasn't assassinated, so you can't really count him. But still. Yeah, Robert Todd Lincoln is an immortal being. <laughs> so that concludes History Lessons with Jordan D. I wonder if that was the spirit of the other guy or the spirit of Tecumseh, his buddy, whose last name, or whose name also started with the T. Tenskwatawa. Yeah, maybe Robert Todd Lincoln. I mean, there's still a T in there. Todd, mm -hmm. Tenskwatawa. Sounds the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fun little fact about that also is like when Tecumseh came back and realized that his spiritual brother, who's not a military guy, uh, had attacked William Henry Harrison's forces, pretty much knowing that he's not going to win, uh, Tecumseh almost killed his brother because he was like so pissed. He's like, well, because he just goes away and he comes back and like all his troops are fucking fucked. Um, but yeah, Damn there's man. also a general uh, in the Civil War named William Tecumseh Sherman, Union General. Is that what Fort Tecumseh is named after? Probably. You know, what? That, that is at least how I know the name Tecumseh. Yeah. Is from that general. 
Huh. Well, that's tight. That curse is fucking real. Robert Todd Lincoln is. <laughs> so, um, is if there's incubus. any natives that know curses, they should do that again, right? Yeah. That would be cool well, to do that again. Yeah, it'd be cool to, to find Robert Todd Lincoln and let him out of the box he has been nailed shut in and thrown into the middle of the oh. ocean. Yeah, wherever he's buried, we should go unbury yeah, him. Yeah, just go unbury him because he is a Dracula and he will continue his fucking work. Oh, here's another fun fact. He's about... like the fucking Jeepers Creepers man. Yeah. Here's another fun fact about he the He just Lincolns. needs to feed every 20 years. <laughs> so Abraham Lincoln's body has been dug up and re-planted. Um, <laughs> Yes, that is definitely the correct term is when you, you know, when you, you when do? you plant your dead grandma. <laughs> he's been, he's been unburied and reburied. How many times do you think? Four. 16. Jesus. Yeah. Where? Why? Uh, I think it's in, not Kentucky. What's the other? Oh, Illinois. Somewhere He's Illinois. been buried in 16 different pieces of the earth in Illinois. No, they. it's definitely like he's been unburied because they, they do like uh, some sort of thing. They've had to do they've had to. It's not it's not for any uh, shitty reasons. It's just like they had to like work on some shit, you know, so they, they had to do a bunch of work like a bunch of times. So no. but it's just they they fucking fucked with his body 16 different times he's just trying to rest maybe that's also why his fucking lich son is now out for blood every 20 years because they disturbed <laughs> his father oh man now i kind of want donald trump to win so that the curse could get him yeah so oh. he could get lich if he, if he wins let's go undig robert todd lincoln's grave open that door so he can come out <laughs> so we and, gotta go unplant the, the dark lord <laughs> Yes, unplant. You yeah, gotta unplant Bobby T. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a wonderful place to end it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're we're good. We're over time. Yeah, we're good. We're at time. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Um, we're the Bolsheviks. You can find us on on Twitter at Bolsheviks. <laughs> yep. You, um, yep. There you go, bud. And on it on Instagram at Bolsheviks, and uh. Robbie, what's your thing? What's your tag? You can Lord have Hooper. I'm at Lord Hooper on everything, and I'm at I'm Fleetworks on everything. And then uh, Andrew is Mandrutron says and Future sucks, but the links to everybody's stuff is in the show's thing. So yeah. Um, also, uh, we have a Patreon, but we understand times are rough right now. So what you can do to help us out if you like the show is uh, go and or if you don't like the show but you like us, or you know vice versa. You can leave a comment and a and a four star, five star review. <laughs> five, five star. You can give us eighty percent. Give us a give us a B. Give us a five star review and uh, write a review uh, on um, on Apple Podcasts. That was Thanks. good. That was good, man. That was really good. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling. Okay. <laughs>